Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Takedown with your host, Craig. <laughs> the nipple conversation <laughs> threw me. John. I am not going to get a picture of you tattooed anywhere on me ever for any bet. Damn it. <laughs> what do I do with my teenage boy self? And Jeff the ref. Schedule be damned. Don't to make me. me DQ. Let's get it on. Episode Sweet 16, Craig. We're pretty sure this time. I don't know. I can't count good. No, we can't. That's why we talk wrestling, because we can't count. That's right. I mean, we can count to three. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, right. We can get a three count in. We can get a three count in, and that's about it. Counting to ten out the ring, that's that's hard. And you want to know why we can get to three? Right. Mm Because you were listening to the T3 (laughs) Podcast Network, where we talk about wrestling. Oh, that was nice. You like that? That was nice. Uh, I'm Craig, joined by my lovely co-host, John. And I am lovely. Uh, Unfortunately, Jeff the Ref is not with us today. He had to get a surgery to get the stick from his ass removed. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you do have such a big stick. Right. So far up your ass. Right. It takes a lot of work. A lot of work, a lot of surgery, a lot of recovery. I think there was a crane involved. Probably. A crane, there was a bulldozer, I think a backhoe somehow got involved. But with all that in mind, we're just going to say, you know, thoughts and prayers to uh, the (laughs) stick. (laughs) Not to Jeff. Not to Jeff. The stick. We're worried about your stick. Thoughts and prayers. Um, But we're here to talk wrestling. Stuff's happened. Draft happened. Uh, there's events coming up. There's events that happened. There's an anniversary of Dynamite. Yeah, one year anniversary. We had 30 years with Jericho. Right. We had I mean, all there's this a lot of stuff. stuff that's gone on. A lot of stuff to discuss. But don't forget, we like talking with you outside of this lovely one hour we spend with you. We want to converse with you. Okay. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It's going to be longer than an hour. It's going to be longer than an hour. Probably all right. always is. But to converse with us, mm-hmm. how do they do that, Craig? On the Twitter, at T3 Network. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, T3 Network. You can visit our website, t3podcastnetwork.com. You can call our hotline, 202-556-4433. Or you can email us the old school style of triple teabag at gmail.com. I think that's it. Beautiful. So where do we want to start? What world do you want to dabble in? Um, WWE has done a lot of uh, shuffling the deck, putting people in different venues. So do you remember? No, because I'm old. Started. You know, draft was back in the what the nineties when nineties when there was the first draft. Yeah, and it was a big to do. Right. And then SmackDown just went through ebbs and flows of it was just repeats of matches that were on Raw. And so nobody really cared about it. And then this whole Fox thing happened. And there was like a, like the draft was a thing. There was like war rooms. Yeah, they had committees. That and... NFL robot was there. Like So, yes, I do remember I remember this. all that. It was do a big you, deal. Do you, did you see it this year? This year. It was Stephanie McMahon just coming out going, hey, so-and-so's going here. Yeah, in her jean suit. Um, well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, that's hot right um, now, right? Yeah, just talking about what was going to each one. No, like... And she's like, has drafted as if people made this decision. Who is this Raw that, and who's this SmackDown? That was not just like her. Her right. and Hunter and Vince. Like, right. So here's my thing about the draft. Yes. Uh, yes. Just big, all-encompassing. If mm-hmm. you're going to make it a thing, right. it needs to remain a thing. Yes. 
What I've noticed this year is they just took the storylines from Raw and moved them over to SmackDown for the most part. Yes. And then moved the storylines from SmackDown over to Raw for the, the most part. To the extent where the Street Profits, the Raw Tag Team Champions, and the New Day, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, just met just backstage. Handed belts over to each other. Handed belts over to each other, yeah. So I'm, I'm just... All right. Some of the things that came out of it, we knew Big E was going to get his singles push. Right. And right. I'm fine with that. And they broke up New Day and Big E. Right. You put that in quotes, but nobody knows that because it's an audio podcast. Well, I, I put that in quotes because <laughs> you and I understand the concept of where this is going. But they don't have to see it because no. it makes a general statement. I'm just saying. Jesus I'm Christ, Craig. I'm try to saying. stop calling me out. We might have new listeners that don't know things. I try to help them. All right. Welcome, new listeners. All right. All right John's not usually this angry, All right, but don't. he's hungry. You hear that? That's do you hear that? That's if a you can hear that, my stomach is legit <laughs> growling. Um, anyway, I get all that, mm-hmm. but it's so stupid yes. to have your tag teams just trade belts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If no you're going to move this, the no. street profits over to SmackDown and vice right. versa, mm-hmm. you know, just have it done some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides this, what? This almost leads to me leads to it like it's an afterthought. Like, oh, we want the street profits on SmackDown. That's cool. Oh wait, it kind of makes like what do we what do we do about it, this? It makes me feel that it's like Fox is like, hey, you know where WWE's getting one of their biggest pushes? Street profits. Yeah, you owe us because your product has sucked. Right, exactly. Like, I'll go deep down into mm. Fox. I just I want to ask Fox. Mm-hmm. Like I want to ask Mr. Raw and and Mrs. Smackdown. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. or Mrs. Fox, whatever mm-hmm. you identify as. Yes. Um. When do you look at the product and be like, we really fucked up? Well, tonight, because we are recording this on Friday. Yes. Is the SmackDown a uh, season premiere? Yes. Because they just make up seasons in a show that goes all year round. Yes. Um. <laughs> And so uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to be on it because... Because he's Stone Cold and we'll watch it for Stone Cold. Exactly. Exactly. And and they are trying to help Fox out. Right. But <laughs> I just... When does Fox go, hey, you, you're not following up on your promises? Like, no. any corporation that expects a product to be delivered yes. and you don't deliver, yes. when does Fox come out and be like, all right, we're going to take you out back and whoop your ass, I WWE. mean, there's got to be a clause in their contract that's like, if you don't get this amount of viewers for this extended period of time, our our contract is null and void. Right. And are we just completely in the dark as wrestling fans and those that follow it and talk about it? Is Fox actually getting good ratings from WWE? Because I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at it from the fan view where it's like SmackDown has sucked. Exactly. I don't know as far as viewership and all that. I just know generally Raw and SmackDown are at an all-time low. Right. And I'll, I'll, the only ratings I ever hear that involve numbers are the NXT AEW stuff because they're always going against each other. Right. Um, but, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. Everything um, everything that happened with the draft either was made no sense or was just like, meh, whatever. Like last year, wasn't there a whole thing where like The Fiend and Bray Wyatt were drafted to different shows because they were different people? But then this year, it's just like, oh... Raw drafts the fiend Bray Wyatt like it's just one person yeah. now like, and <laughs> and I do like that Alexa Bliss went with her that is that and is good that that is probably in all honesty the one storyline I care about most I I kind of like where that's going there's yeah. a few things in WWE that 
Like, and, and call me the eternal optimist, but there are some I've things like... I've never called you that, but please keep going. All right, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fine. There are things that I can look at and be like, this could be interesting. How are they going to fuck it up? Right, right. And generally, they fuck it up for so, me. So, for instance, the uh, Mandy Rose and Otis just isn't a thing anymore because we're into well, no, shows. No, she... But she... Uh, addressed it right. when her and Dana Brooke were on the Ms. Uh, Ms. TV, right. and they it. called her out, and she's like, "Listen, you broke us up. You 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 put us on two different shows to separate us, mm-hmm. and but now I'm on your show." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, since we brought it up, how do you feel about the Mandy Rose Dana Brooke tag team team? Um, I am. I'm not as against isn't it Sonya as I am. Deville out on injury? She's not on injury. She's just taking a leave of absence. For now. Okay, so and and I think yes, they were right in breaking up the friendship and yeah, all that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think they realized we like Mandy. Right, right. But maybe with a partner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it's better than the Natalia Lana partnership. I just my favorite thing about the whole thing mm-hmm. is. Every time I see Lana, I know Naya's putting her through the announcer's table. Yes, yes. And I just don't understand why, like, uh, I think, was it Mandy that was making fun of Lana for being, like, this... The social, the social influencer. Yeah. And, but Mandy uh, does it all the time, too. I know. But it's in kayfabe. Mm-hmm. In kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I kind of see the taking Lana, and she made mention to it, like, she's like... I've, I'm the one who's had two husbands, tag team partners, can't win anything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And now Natalia is like, this isn't working out. Are they making her the broken Lana? I mean... Is Lana going to come back with, like, the Chelsea Green kind of thing or the half-weirded-out mental... Uh, well, the problem is, is they did that with Liv Morgan, and then they just forgot about it. No, but I think... I mean, yeah, but, like, I think Liv... But it, it's it's kind of like, remember when Liv was making her... Her uh, solo debut, and yeah. they had the vignettes of Liv just kind of like, it's time to be myself. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, that kind of worked. We were like, ooh, Liv, mm-hmm. you're cute. Right. And now they did it with Carmella again. Like, I've did it for you. Now I'm doing it for, for me. me. Carmella. It's it's hard to see such a nice body and then, like, a Budweiser Clydesdale face come out. Agreed. Agreed. You know, good on you, Corey Graves, for sleeping with that. Good on you. But, uh, you broke up your... Well, life. Hey, hey, hey no, what? come huh? on. Well, oh, but I mean, if you like horses, I mean, <laughs> that's just me though. That's, right, 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 that's, right, right. That's just that's, that's just the show's opinion. Um, but anyway, um, anyway. But uh, now the wet dream that occurred of the Natalia and Lana versus Mandy Rose and uh, that's Dana Brooke, which is by Vince's, wet dream you mean Vince's, Vince's wet, wet dream. dream. I'm just, gonna get all my hot blondes in the ring together and watch them tussle. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, it's fine. I. I was never against Dana Brooke in any way. Like, same with Mandy Rose. I was never against... I wasn't, like, a huge Mandy Rose or Dana Brooke fan. Mm-hmm. Not against them in any way. I think they'll, they're doing fine together. I legit don't like Natalia, and I don't like Lana. So, putting them so, together makes it worse. I've never really had a problem with Natalia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree that she is the... Probably the backbone of the women's division. Mm-hmm. She's been there the longest. Agreed. She can work with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give her that. But I think her time has kind of come and gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and no offense to her. Because no, no. 
I don't know if it's her choice, their choice, or somebody else's choice, but they've never reinvented Natalia very much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They've always played that she is a heart. Right. And that, you know, that's it. Right. And And Natalia never had a chance to be more. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in her heyday, she was great. And even now, I still say she's a good worker. Oh, yeah. Just past her prime. Yeah. Um, I have a, a discussion to have with you. If you would like to have it now, or we can wait till we are done I, talking about the show. Um, we're on a show where we discuss okay. wrestling, so, so whenever you want to discuss it, I'm be happy to. Here is my idea about women's wrestling. Oh no! Oh wait, this isn't a discussion. This is an epiphany. It's not an epiphany. It's just like there's there's the idea out there in the universe um, that women's wrestling a lot of people don't doesn't feel doesn't get enough credit. Superstars I'm, aren't really I'm shown. I'm in that, that wheelhouse. And I agree with that. They're not shown enough. They're not highlighted enough. So they're not given enough credit. Then they put them on TV, and people are not watching the women's matches, not enjoying the women's matches. So then they start showing them less on TV. But then they show them less, so then they don't get more TV time to get more people to care about superstars to then have a better women's division. So then, like, it's it's a continual I, circle. I understand the wheelhouse. Oh. Here's... Here's my theory on all this. Mm-hmm. We want women wrestlers. Correct. I totally we agree. enjoy the fact that they are talented and have the ability to wrestle. Agree. What we are getting is the same mm-hmm. product day in and day out. Yes. And it is not getting any better. Right. So therefore so you want to watch it less. Is that So therefore they show it less. Right. Is that <laughs> the fault of the talent or the production? I, because if you go outside of WWE and even AEW yep. mm-hmm. and you go to the indies, sure, there are some very talented female wrestlers out there. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like playing the minors. You could be a small, fi- uh, you know, a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you get called up, you are now playing on an elite level. Right. Right. So I'm going to say, mm-hmm. as much as this. Does not sound right. Right. That WWE is the elite, the top, the professional. Mm-hmm. It's the NFL. It's the NBA. It's mm-hmm. the the Major League Baseball. It's where you strive to go. Right. AEW may be competing with that, but right now it's kind of uh, like it's, it's kind of like the XFL to the NFL. Right. We right. still like it. We still like but it, but it's a little different, it, and there's some bugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Because of that, it's like you expect more mm-hmm. out of these wrestlers. Like, be honest. When you watch NXT and you see a Shotzi Blackheart. Right. right. And they miss a cue or you can tell a strike was faked. Mm-hmm. and But you give them credit because NXT is quote unquote developmental. Right. And then like, like I was watching NXT on Wednesday night and they were doing promos and Shotzi Blackheart is going to be the host of Halloween Havoc. And as she's doing her intro, she is acting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was very forced. Mm -hmm. But can I fault the person? Right. Because. Exactly. Because you get, the reason I came to this thought was you had on Monday night, your women's battle royal. All, all of the women. I mean, multiple brands of Raw and SmackDown fighting. And you had 10. And you had 10 of them. And in the middle of this, all of your best women fighting, they interrupt it 
for Randy Orton attacking Drew McIntyre backstage. They right. don't even give the credit of showing the battle royal right. they promoted. And, and you're telling me, <laughs> you're telling me that that was the match you wanted interrupted. You couldn't interrupt the match before right. where it was like I think Angel Garza and yeah, Andrade. Exactly. You There's know? plenty of other things they could have interrupted. Yeah. And but that is what you interrupted. You. So you I'm give saying, us all your women, and then you're like, "Hey, we're gonna give this to you." And then you're like, "But we're not really gonna show it anyway." But, and then, so. and then it's also the fault of the production because it's kind of like, "Hey, we're gonna have a women's champion on each brand, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have a, a floating tag team champion." Right. Mm-hmm. And but we're not going to have enough talent to bolster all these belts. Exactly. And that's I think that's one of the biggest problems we're having because it's like, you know. Like her or not, Lacey Evans is a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And with that being said, she does have talent, she has ability, and she has shown it in a couple matches. Mm-hmm. There have been other matches where she has sucked. Yes, yes. Um, but the problem you have is if I see Lacey contending against uh, Bailey mm-hmm. for the belt at Clash of Champions and she loses... The next one I know it's going to be like Bailey's going to fight Sasha Banks, right? Right. And then Sasha Banks loses, and then Bailey's. Gonna... There is not an ongoing story. There is not enough talent there. Yeah. You you just keep running through the same dribble because then four months down the line, okay, Lacey's up again. Yeah, I mean, like if you look at it right now, the only women's division specific storyline I think they have is the feud between their women's tag team champion of Baszler and Nia Jax. All right, so that's an ongoing one, and then the only other one I can I can give you is the Banks and Bailey one. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I mean, they have nothing else going on in their entire women's division on either show. Right. And it's just <laughs> let's throw some tag teams together. Right. And right. I just so it's just the whole women's division, and I'm gonna throw this easily at WWE mm-hmm. and and still at AEW. The whole women's division is weak. Yes. And and I don't mean that as in talent. It's just it has it given enough attention? Has it been given enough talent? Mm-hmm. Are we fostering more to come up? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, are there women athletes out there that want to pursue this yeah. career? Well, and then I feel you you do bring in people who are talented, like uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. You bring her in with Cross, but then she doesn't actually wrestle. Like you just bring her in as like, you know, his. You know, basically walkout person. Like she doesn't wrestle. She's you're not using the talent you have. Like I don't. I and don't. and what I what I will say that although AEW is struggling with it as well, yeah. AEW shows more of a, a, a ability to be like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you seem like you can go in the ring. Mm-hmm. Let's. We need you. Yes. Like you can tell they're like, we're gonna give you a go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that is. All that is part of that is a product of what AEW does with their one two hour show and what WDBE does, which is have to fill what seemed like 24 hours in a week of wrestling. So they they need they put up stuff that they know might not be the best. I think because they can't get a they have to fill time. I think WWE needs to look back and go, hey, listen, we're revamping the women's division. We're Mm going to have one champion. Yeah. And one tag team champion. Yep, I agree. And it's going to float across both shows. I agree. That mm-hmm. gives Fox the ability to be like, hey, the 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 rivalry between the Riot Squad and, you know, uh, you just do like Natana, Natana, sure, and Lana. 
Talia and Lana. Right. Just somebody. You know, some other tactic. There's there's only what there's one. Only, they're the only ones. <laughs> anyway, let's just say it's it's them against another team. Mm. At least that can float across shows, and Fox can be like, hey, if we're getting some play on this and and it looks good, mm-hmm. put it on my show, and then have it float over to Raw. Yeah, you have it, you have storylines go back and forth. You don't. They they do this whole weird thing where like. I don't know, like 60% of the year, the storylines are totally different on both shows. And then sometimes they blend together and sometimes oh, they don't. It's total like... bullshit. They're like, oh, we've got three times a year where one team from another or whatever can come over. Right. And then there's one night a year where, you know, Survivor right. Series where we meet head to head. But then, and there's then there's... at any point you have this weird thing where you can just come over and fight if you want to for a belt. Like, I... I don't know. I don't understand. And then, and then, you're taking all your talent and oh, so anyway, going back to the women's thing, mm-hmm. um, I think there is a lot of work that still needs to be done. Yes. Were we starting in a good direction, and and could it have grown better? Yes. Do I think it was handled poorly? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I still think it's salvageable? Yes. Of course. Of course. So there's talent there. Like you just gotta. Rework it so we see it and so it's shown. Right, but I mean, it's it's kind of like you you almost want to grab WWE and say count your losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cut this back. You only need one women's champion. You only need one tag team champion. Yes, I you agree. can have people feuding in between on both shows to try to be the tag team champs to try to be the women's champ. Mm-hmm. And if you want, you can have number one contenders on both show, and then you can have them go, and you don't have to put the belt on every pay per view. Well, and that's the the because remember back the, in the day, the idea it was of exciting. the idea of contenders rising up through ranks doesn't exist in WWE in general, let alone the women's division. That's totally gone. Remember, the excitement was always kind of like, way back in the day, it was like, who's going to fight to be the number one contender Mm -hmm. at this pay-per-view? Right. So that when the bigger one comes up, like, you know, what's the pay-per-view before WrestleMania? I think it's like... uh, uh, Balls balls of Fury. Yeah, Balls (laughs) of Fury, Clash of Champions or whatever. Mm. That one there, it's kind of like, you come in and you're like... Hey, we don't have to put every belt on the line here. Right. We can have this be a storyline where it's like, if I win this big match, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. can get my opportunity for the belt at the next big one. Right. Now, I mean, they are almost having belt matches on their normal weekly episodes. There's always well, at least one on either Raw or SmackDown or NXT every week. AEW had all four belts on the line this right. week. Right. And uh, remember all the changes that happened? Yeah, none. None. Um, none. Anyway, we'll get into AEW okay, in a yeah. few minutes. But, um, yeah, I, so the women's division is, in, in all wrestling right now, mm-hmm. struggling. Yeah. And I don't think it's been given its fair due. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Now, to capitalize on that, it's the same problem with the men's division, mm-hmm. where you have the same story with the same players all the time. I mean, you literally... You're moving people around. The whole idea of the, the draft, draft to me is to is kind to of start, stir the soup and right. bring the stuff up from the start bottom. Start fresh, which means don't continue to do Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton on against each other on the same brand. Like split them up so that they don't have this interaction between each other. You know, split up all of these storylines so that it's something different. Like, and it was it was so hard to watch because like Alistair Black went from Raw to SmackDown, mm-hmm. and then they're like. Oh, but he's got this bitter feud with KO. Will this end it? Oh, KO goes to SmackDown too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like we didn't know. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. But uh, just look. We know in the contract, Fox has the agreement that if somebody is hitting, like let's say KO is hitting, and, mm. and, and they have the ability to bring him over for FaceTime on their show. Right, right. Why wouldn't you just say, hey, yes, we have two separate brands and we're going to try to keep them. But if KO wants to go after Alistair because they have a beef and they happen to be on two separate shows, all right. right. Sneaks through the crowd and does it after a match or something. I mean, or is hanging out in the back. Yeah. You know, uh, all right, have fun with it. Uh, and if it's going to be for a belt, mm-hmm. fine. If if SmackDown goes and, and uh, Randy Orton gets transferred over to uh, SmackDown mm-hmm. and he beats Drew and takes the Raw championship belt, right. that gives you more of a storyline on SmackDown. Yep. Like, we are so badass. Not only am I a champion, but I've taken it back to my brand. Yes. And exactly. then you build that contention. And then you build to Survivor Series instead of spending... Three weeks building up to it in the month between the pay-per-view before it and that one. I mean... Like, you actually build throughout the year so that people care. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I mm-hmm. just I get so pissed off because it just seems like all WWE and AEW want to do is we're going to have pay-per-views. It's got to be big matches mm-hmm. or, you know, the biggest of matches. It's like we're wrestling fans. Yes. We know it's a... Produced athletic events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know the outcomes are known. Yeah. So what we are looking for is one: give me characters that I want to follow. Yes. Yes. You know, give me characters that make make sense and give me meaning for the beefs and why they the want to wrestle somebody else. Exactly. It yeah. could be something as simple as you got a belt and I want it. Right. It right. could be something as simple as. You were mean to me, I'm going to be mean back. Mm-hmm. And we'll settle it in the ring. Yeah, Those are all fine things. I don't need it to always be for the championship. Exactly. And keep it ongoing. Like, the one thing I actually do like about Seth Rollins and even the Mysterios, if you mm. don't like the interaction, at least it's an ongoing story. Right, right. And I exactly. get that people don't like the, the Messiah version of Seth Rollins, but... It took me a minute, but as I, I look back and I start thinking about this character that he's developed mm-hmm. and the storyline that's been driven from it, you know, great. I look forward to seeing you go to SmackDown and be the the modern-day Messiah uh, the of the Saint Smack- of SmackDown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You be that person mm-hmm. and you carry that message in there. Do you have to continue the beef with the Mysterios? Mm-hmm. Or can you end it? Or can you just have it cross shows? Right. You can, and, and that's the thing. That's what you want is something that you can... Pull away from a little bit, go back to, pull away from, go. you know, like, he can pull away from it for a little bit, and then it comes up. I mean, you the, now's the time to do it. You pull away from that, and then all of a sudden, as, as Survivor Series comes back around, Rollins can be like, I need to lead this SmackDown team, because I gotta go against them. I gotta find Ray. I gotta right. find Dominic. I gotta I go mean, against them. Even like, if you, you can keep that storyline going... But- down the road. It can it can be done quite easily where it's like, okay, you take Rollins over to SmackDown, leave Buddy Murphy on Raw. Mm-hmm. We know that Buddy and, you know, Mysterio's daughter have a relationship, but now Buddy is is torn mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. his relationship with the Mysterios and following, legit's following his Messiah exactly. over to be his man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, WWE can be like, he needs to show on his show. He needs to make a decision. Right, right. And you can have that storyline go. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have to be... We're writing it for you, WWE. Yeah. 
I mean, we can develop stories for you. By the way, um, WWE has put out active announcements for writers. Ooh. Why are we wasting time doing this stupid podcast when we should be writing spec scripts for Okay, them? let me ask you a serious question, Craig. Mm. When's the last time you wrote a spec script? Um, Hold on. Today's the 16th. Never? Okay. Never? Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, me? Uh-huh. Need, need, never done it. <laughs> Not not something right. I've done. Right. But I have great ideas. Uh, I think you. I'm amazing. Gotcha. If uh, you know anything about writing spec scripts, contact us at T3 Network on Twitter. Uh, we'll give you our ideas, and then we can put your name at the bottom of it of, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, big front page as John and Craig, and then in the very back, it'd be like, right. it was written by you. Edited by you. <laughs> All right, so... um. I, so we're, we've gotten into the problems. And, yes. I, and I think AEW has gotten into the trappings, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you watch their shows two weeks ago when we had the 30th anniversary, thank oh, you, Jericho, for, yep. Jericho mm-hmm. and um, they had title belts on that one. This week they had all four belts all on the show, belts. and it, it was for nothing. It's yeah. like you are totally debasing those belts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need if if... And, and I'll use AEW. If Cody is the TNT champion, right. he doesn't have to put that belt up every week every unless that's week. the stipulation of the belt. Exactly. So exactly. the only belt that has that in mm. all of wrestling that I know of is the 24-7 championship. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's your comedy belt. Exactly. Do you realize our truth is now a 43-time champion for mm. that belt? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't worry because... They made sure he followed, br- or that uh, Hashida followed brands to Tozawa. him. Yeah, so that he can, uh, in his description, you know, leader of Ninja Clan, uh, he yeah. can still be there to take the belt so, from him. Tozawa and his Ninja Force mm-hmm. are going to SmackDown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're just making SmackDown once again the second rated show. Yeah. And, and I hate to be that guy, but literally the talent you are putting is you're giving up. Mm-hmm. And I think. It, it goes back to the questions we've been asking for the last two years since we've been doing these shows. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is Vince thinking? I can't, I can't even grasp sometimes where it's coming from. Like, and it's almost like we we assume it's Vince because it's so either way old school or so off the wall it makes no sense. But even if it's not Vince, he has final approval on yeah. everything, mm-hmm. so it goes through him. And all I can see him is sitting back there going, yeah, this is good shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Put a cape on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came up with the 24-7 belt, or somebody came up with the 24-7 belt, and he says, yeah, this sounds like fun. Yeah. And I get, but I remember, get the concept of when a production. That was, when that was brought out, wasn't that presented by Mick Foley as, like, the extreme hard rules, it was going to nothing be the, matters belt? Like, yeah. Pins count anywhere. Yeah. It was going to be the almost... New hardcore champion. Right, right. It was it was basically like you were, t- you know, as he described it, you almost felt it should have been covered in like barbed wire or something like that. Yeah, and I was excited for it, and then I saw that oh, this is the comedy belt. Yes, we're gonna do the, you know, Benny Hill running around the the mm-hmm. ring and interrupting matches, and then we're gonna have little vignettes. And okay, fine, that has its place because in a production, I get it. If you're looking big picture, mm-hmm. WWE, AEW, we're always telling stories, so we want. The love stories. Yeah, we yeah. want mm. the comedies. We want the tragedies. We want the horrors. 
We want everything. So you're giving us some of that. It's just you're doing it poorly. Very poorly. I think the one thing you're succeeding at right now, and this is the month you should be crushing it, mm-hmm. the Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. I don't know why you're not this talking about that more. Twisted Bliss, yeah. the new concept of Twisted Bliss. Mm-hmm. I'm in. And to watch them in the center of the ring, both deliver a Sister Abigail. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, glorious. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I can't. We've gone through ebbs and flows yes. of wrestling watching. Yes. We still always want to talk about it. We still always enjoy talking about it. How much we watch it sometimes goes. I always I always equate it to, like, following your favorite sports team. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. Yeah. yeah. And I will watch the team when... They are a one in thirteen team, yeah. and I'll watch them when they win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how I look at my wrestling behavior. Yes. I will watch it when it sucks, and I will watch it when it's great. Right, right, and I will always watch it at some point, eventually. Like I've never been one to skip shows. I would, I would go three weeks without watching Raw. Right, and then, then I spent like a up. Saturday. There was rain, and I had nothing yeah. to do. I'd watch, you know, I'm see, nine hours of Raw. Because I'm such an old fart, I try to watch it live, or what would be considered live. Like, when it is aired, I want to watch it. Right, right. Now, there have been times, like, especially because I'm an old fart and I go to bed at 10, and we Mm -hmm. know that last hour of Raw, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, there have been times where I will watch the first two hours, go to bed, and then get the last hour that next day. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like you, I will always catch up. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm finding myself, especially with SmackDown. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially with SmackDown. I am finding myself less and less eager to try to be there to watch it when it airs. Yeah. And more apt to be like, I am not going to miss anything. I am just going to watch it at fast forward to see if anything cool happened. Right. Exactly. And that'll usually happen Saturday or Sunday morning. Yeah. Mine is usually Sunday when I wake up and everybody's still asleep. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, let me flip through this for two hours. Right. and, and and I hate it, and I hate that I hate, I that, hate that it's a second <laughs> second thought show to me. Yeah, exactly. Like I get more excited to watch reruns of Impractical Jokers at times. Yes, exactly, exactly. I'll watch House Hunters for six hours on a Saturday, but sometimes before I'll do turn you, on SmackDown. Do you want to know the wrestling match that is going on in the uh, John and Mrs. John's house? No, what's the wrestling match in your house? All right. So remember my love and affection remember, for Becky Lynch. Keep it clean. Yes. It clean. Remember my love and affection for Becky Lynch. I remember. It, it, it is Hard, not waned. Cardboard cutout. Yes, cardboard it, it, cutout it is level. not waned. I still love you, Becky Lynch. Well, how is I she? just Have we kn- seen anything about her recently? Her making babies. I know. I hope she's okay. Yeah. I haven't seen her recently. I'm sure she's being awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, because she has taken some time off and I, I have given her the, uh, you know. The go ahead to, the, the nice to birth another man's not, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife mm-hmm. has developed a crush on somebody. Oh. Oh. And this is where we wrestle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because my wife on my Sunday times mm-hmm. when I'm catching up on my wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. She um she likes to watch her boyfriend on TV. And who is this boyfriend? Uh Bobby Flay. And I call her on it. I'm mm-hmm. like, you watch every show he is on. Yeah. And yeah. he's you know, the Food Network oh. superstar. So Real he's on like chillin'. a bajillion shows. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so she watches like Bobby Flay all the time. I'm like you, you obviously enjoy him and then have a crush on him. She's like, no, I do not. I just like what he cooks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he cooks the same goddamn thing right. every time. It's a burger with salsa. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he puts potato chips on it. Yeah. That's it. And then she's like, well, no, now she's finally admitted. So know. Christmas. Yes. Life size cut out of Bobby Flay. Easily. For the wife. Easily. Mm-hmm. If you and don't get it for her, I will. Why are you buying my wife's gift? Huh? Because I want to know what closet she puts Bobby Flay in so she could say goodbye to Bobby Flay every day. Yeah. Like well, you do with your elect or sorry. Becky. I I You I are gonna hit my own Alexa. Mind. Yes. Now the the flip side is is I do not have dolls of mm-hmm. my wrestler. Like you have a doll of Alexa Bliss. Right. Right. And uh Jeff the ref has one of Bailey as and her assets. As he should. Yes. As he should. So mm-hmm. uh anyway, let's let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. Let's Let's talk about AEW. Let's talk about AEW. Like you said, we talked about them having all their matches or all their belts on the other day. Uh, I think my favorite storyline that WWE has going on is this MJF. Will he join Inner Circle? Will he not join Inner Circle? His sort of like undercutting of Sammy. Like, oh, I forgot. I thought we got you a jacket. Oh, I'm sorry. Then he orders him one and it's four (laughs) sizes too big. Yeah. No, so I like this because... It's giving you story, and it's an ongoing tale. Yes. Um, and I actually like the comedic value because MJF and Jericho playing off of each other, we know this is going to lead into a match between the two. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the two of them interacting off each other is gold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this week when they were talking, when they're in the middle of the ring, and MJF kind of comes in and goes, I kind of sort of want to contemplate on the perfection. Maybe there's a <laughs> slim chance that if I would, but I'm not saying I will, mm-hmm. uh, maybe i join the inner circle. Yeah. But that's just in contemplation. And then they're like, Jericho comes back, and he repeats the whole nine lines. Right, right. And yeah. then he comes back, and he's like, next week, I will meet you. <laughs> In the restaurant for a delicious right. steak dinner. Delicious and steak we're all like, is this the announcement? Oh. oh mm-hmm. And I get that it's a And then a play. I enjoy the fans chanting steaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. And I like almost the little nod where they had Hagar and Wardlow mm-hmm. look at each look other. Look at like, each other. Like, it's going gone, it's gonna to be on. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, almost like they know what's about to happen more I'm than. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. We got MJ, Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. Wardlow, Hagar. Yeah. Who are we going to put against Guevara? Right. And then what tag team? The obvious choice, mm-hmm. the enemy of my enemy, is my friend, mm-hmm. Hardy. Yes. And Private Party. I mean, that would, that would probably make the most sense, like, in terms of equality of going against each other. Like, but if you're going to have one faction go against the inner circle, mm-hmm. it's kind of tit for tat. Right, right, exactly. So, I mean... But I like that. The I, other mean, thing... I like that more than like when they had the elite or is it like I like that they're changing up everyone's positions and all these sort of, you know, elite sort of crumbling. Let's start a new one up like under MJF. Like, yeah, I'm I like fi- that. And I'm fine with all that. Mm. Um, I like the fact that they're giving Cody like you want Cody to be the good guy, but he's been seen doing heel moves in mm-hmm. the ring. Mm-hmm. We saw that this week with Cassidy. That, that was and... a very good match. OK, listen. Mm hmm. I know some people have said, uh, what a what a fuck finish. Yes. yes. No, it's a perfect finish. It's, yes. Both of them stay strong. Mm-hmm. You have the strong belief that Cassidy, who is half the size of Cody, mm-hmm. can beat him. Right. And it just gives you more to work on. Right. Now, we know they're going to meet each other again in two weeks, mm-hmm. but it just, 
it gives you the ability because, you know, Cody comes out, he's obviously had neck injuries from the dog collar match. Mm-hmm. So he's not 100%. But Cassidy comes out and he looks strong. They yeah. both hit some good moves. And Cassidy almost gets the pin, but, but then, oh, the time's it. up. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the finish. Yeah, I, I think that's, and that's what you want. You, I think AEW does have a slight problem in the sense that, as we, we mentioned, they repeat a lot of the same stuff. Because they don't have a questionable finish that we have to do. It's it's a winner, and then well, you know what? I'm going to challenge you again next weekend, and then you or next week, and you do it again, and then I'm going to challenge you. You know, you might have beat ten from the Dark Order, but now you have to go against three, and now you have to go against five. Like yeah, you know, it's all sort of the the same thing. But if you have an ending like this, where it you know, like you said, they both look strong. There's no clear winner because of time. Then you get to do it again. And it makes sense to do it again. It's not just a instant right, rematch a for no reason. reason. Yeah. So and and I like it. I like it a lot. I like, um, like the vignettes mm-hmm. with Britt Baker. Yes. Like, yes. I like the fact that she's actually very talented, mm-hmm. a, a good actress. Yeah. And she sells the fact that she is so oily and mm-hmm. sneaky, like mm-hmm. ooh, so slimy and sneaky. Yeah. yeah. But and and I love. I actually love Reba. She's, I think, doing a great job. Now, I know she's a professional wrestler. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But the career of her being like her lackey. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's awesome at yeah, it. She is great at it. So, I mean, and I don't think people like that get the kudos they deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the things like Kip Saban and. and uh, Miro. I, listen, I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. I've always liked Rusev. Right. The problem I have with if you're going to come out, be Miro, and you're going to be this devastating beast and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you're Rusev. Right. All right? You're using the same moves you did yep. when you were Rusev. Yep. You didn't change your style. You I didn't... don't care if you use some of them. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, Moxley's finisher is, you know, Dean Ambrose's finisher. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I get it. But Moxley has added a lot more in his repertoire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're coming out as Miro... And wrestling as Rusev. Right, right. And you're basically promoting yourself as Rusev did. I like mean, your entrance is very similar. You're like, everything is very... Yeah, and you're coming in, you're stomping your feet, and, mm-hmm. ah, right. you know, incredible hulking. Yeah. I just... I want, like, if you're going to come out and be a new character, I want you to be new. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. I know who you are. Right, right. Even though you're no longer Rusev, WWE, mm-hmm. you are Miro. Yes. Yes. But be Miro. Let Miro be somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see Rusev again. I enjoyed you as that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and going back to Miro and all that, and I don't know if I said this before, but I do appreciate the fact that Lana, of all people, because Lana is probably my least favorite personality in wrestling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she came back and literally was like, what have I got? Yeah. I've, I've I've had two failed marriages. Mm-hmm. I've had partners that I can't win. I don't win matches. Mm-hmm. You know what have I got? I kind of would like to see <laughs> once again, and 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 we talked about it earlier. I would love to see them, and I'm not saying C.J. Perry is any favorite of mine, right? Right. But it would behoove them if she can pull it off to just be like she's gonna crack. Yeah, exactly. She just she she can't handle the pressure, the failure, the whatever, and and becomes something completely different. Yeah, she and then she could become like the Harley Quinn to somebody. Yes, yes. she could become the and and not a Harley Quinn. We've got enough of those. We got to mm. live. We got right. a Alexa. We mm. we don't need a third Harley Quinn. No, no. But she could be the 
sidekick or homage to somebody, or she can have almost like what they did with um, with uh, Nikki and uh, back in the day, where where she had like the weird crush on. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Um, so on. she could be like Natalia, you left me, and I just I have this weird obsession with you now. Mm-hmm. Something like that could maybe work. I mean, you could, you know, going broken, you could almost lead to what they tried to do. Um, with uh, with Mojo, where he had like you know talking to himself in a mirror, like you're a failure. What is going on? Like almost yeah. go like mental. Speaking of Mojo, where the hell is my Mojo? Wasn't drafted to shit. I know that. I miss Mojo. I know he's still under contract. He's, still under, he's probably on that main event that nobody ever watches on WWE. Yeah, I just feel bad. I always love Mojo. I don't I think know. they ever used his talent. Hmm. No. So speaking of using talent, yes, um, mm-hmm. I'm completely underwhelmed with with the men's tag team division on AEW. It seems to be one of their big go tos. Yes, mm-hmm. but you have so many players, and everything changes week to week. It's mm-hmm. kind of like. You've had the Young Bucks. They were our favorite happy-go-lucky good guys. We had the Young Bucks show. It was all flips and kicks right, and, right. and all that stuff. Then all of a sudden, they just go bad because no, they weren't getting anywhere as good guys. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what Hangman Page did? Isn't that what Kenny Omega is doing right. now? And you're it saying seems... and that idea of they didn't get anywhere, they just had their one-year anniversary. This, no, isn't, but... this isn't like you know stretches of time where the good guy Young Bucks didn't do well. It was like a few months. But I mean, like... I mean, but you have had, you know, outside of Omega and Page, you have FTR now. They're bad guys. You want bad guys against bad guys? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want, like, Jurassic Express has always been kind of that B card. Yes. Punching yes. bags. They look like they always have a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, best friends, once again, yeah. look like they have a chance, mm-hmm. but they never get the opportunity. You know, Tito and Santana. Uh, same thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of like I don't need it to revolve so much, and I appreciate the fact that you've taken Hangman Page and Omega, who obviously should be individuals. Yes. And given it to a team like FTR, I get that, but I think that was kind of like a you put your eggs in a big basket. Yes. And although FTR is producing, my problem I have is this. You have a lot of tag teams. Yeah. And then yeah. you're bringing in a lot of other factions. I mean, because what other... A level tag team face do they have? I mean, they have no A level tag team that's a face. Well, Lucha Bros is in a face, and no, they're, Lucha they're, Bros. they're they're evil. You got FTR they're that's heels. evil. You got Young Bucks that's heels. Yeah, you got Private Party. I mean, well, Private a, Party, I which mean, would be a face team. Best Friends, right. which is a face team. But are are they Jurassic Park, which is a face? I team. know we feel that. Like uh, the best friends is a level, but are they treating them like a level? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I agree with you. You know, like, I'm just saying. If we name what are considered the quote unquote face teams, yeah, you're looking at B to high B level, exactly. Because exactly, best friends, I believe, have one of the best tag team records for wins and losses. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. But when they get a title match, they lose by you know. Getting hit with a belt. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it, it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't. Anyway. It doesn't. I don't know about you, man, but mm-hmm. I just... Mm-hmm. 
just a little disappointed right now with wrestling. Yeah. So let me mm-hmm. let me turn the tables a little oh, bit. Oh, switch your switcheroos. I want to have some fun. Oh, God. Okay. This is always in scary. The, in the year of COVID, mm-hmm. if we could just change everything. I like the idea already. So, Keep going. I want you mm-hmm. and the people listening okay. to go on a mental journey with mental me. Mental journey. Do we have to close our eyes? Yes. You, I don't trust you, being around you with my eyes. You close your eyes and take off your pants. Okay. Right. No, I'm just kidding. What? Just oh, kidding. oh sorry. Right. So just, you know, play a little mental game with okay. me. Okay. Go back to when you were a teenager. Got it. I remember it well. But a younger teenager, like 11, 12, preteen. So like preteen. Got pre-teen. it. Preteen. Preteen. All right. And it's Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... No COVID, so you can go out trick-or-treating. This right. is your last time trick-or-treating. Right, right. And you're going to make a show of it. Mm-hmm. What wrestler mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you go as? And if you're not going as a wrestler, what is your dream costume that you can put, that now you could put on your 12-year-old self? Uh, let's see. So that would be, for me, Yes. Uh, early 90s. It doesn't um, matter that it's early 90s. Like, I would love to have a reason to maybe dress up as the fiend. Ah, gotcha. That would be a fun Halloween gotcha. costume to gotcha. me. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to put on stilts and go as the big show. Okay. That would be okay. fun, too. Got you it. see what I'm saying? Got it. For me, mainly based on um, the intensity Ooh. that he had. Intensity. Intensity that he had. And I feel uh, that my 12-year-old self running around the neighborhood would be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Is it would be Ultimate Warrior. So Just now, running from thing to thing. High off sugar. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. to counter your Ultimate Warrior 12-year-old self. Yes, yes. I will bring in my 12-year-old self mm-hmm. and say, I will go as Macho Man. <laughs> Ooh, I like and that. And we will eat all the sugar we can. Mm-hmm. We'll meet in the middle of the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we'll have a match. Now, the alternative to yeah. my Ultimate Warrior mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, would be fully decked out. Yes. Long, uh, sparkly, pink robe, Ric Flair, going from house to house, collecting my candy that way. All right. On your Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And this is... Nobody would probably get this costume, right? But to me, it would be, it would mean the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would want to go as one of the four horsemen. Right. So you'd go as Arn. I would go as Arn <laughs> Anderson because he was my all time favorite growing up. I just mm-hmm. loved that kind of down and dirty Matt wrestler, right. Right. the mm-hmm. enforcer of the team. Mm-hmm. And then all we need is a, a Tully and a, and a Barry. So we we need some we need our mom's eyeliner pencil so you can draw draw some beard on you. Mm-hmm. For Arn, and then uh, I'd have to like kind of tape the hairline back a little yeah. bit because he was balding back then. I'd, too. I'd have to go straight wig. I did not have Ric Flair style hair. No, at that age, so I'd have to like poof it up and and brush it back. So let me ask you: now that we've had fun with this, yes, mm-hmm. why aren't we doing this now? I don't know. I don't know. Would like it if be we, fun if if we went trick or treating now? Yes, dressed up as wrestlers. How much candy do you think we would get? What would we get more of? Candies or Phone calls to the police. I think we would get a lot of sympathy candy. Oh. Um, like, oh, they're trying to regain their youth. They're oh, having you, a mental breakdown. Oh, you thought, I was thinking, oh, they're special. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so, like that sort okay. of sympathy so, candy. Um, I would say, like, they probably dressed up to make their kids feel better. Oh, oh, okay. But, I mean, in this day and age, 
with the all the shit that we're going through, wouldn't it just be fun to put on a goddamn costume and mm-hmm. run up and down your neighborhood going, I'm the fiend, I'm the fiend, I'm I mean, the fiend. I think. I mean, I can't um, run up and down the stairs, let alone my neighborhood, no, no. but. I, I think uh, Halloween, I believe, is on a Saturday mm-hmm. this year. Uh, so I believe in our place of business, which we don't discuss on here and we won't now, uh, Friday before Halloween, we should dress up. I don't see why we wouldn't. I, I see no reason why we can't. And I see no reason why we wouldn't. I mean, it I seems mean, to make logical sense. Everybody loves a guy in a costume in a Walmart. Right. And I think in our in our uh, current physical states... I should go as Barbie, you should go as Ken. Oh, I was going to go as Ultimate Warrior with just... Oh, just the, the tiny whiteies, the white boots, and tassels tied to my forearms. And my, my I boots. at least get a, like, cut-off sleeve <laughs> shirt with ruffles. Yeah. As Randy... <laughs> Savage. Yeah, it. no, no. Uh, straight shirtless. I would literally be straight Randy shirtless. Savage if he never worked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be Ultimate Warrior now after his body has been bloated and dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah, God, we're, we're awful. We're horrible. So, horrible. what do you guys think would be your go-to wrestler Halloween right. costume? Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's some out there. Right. If you, so if you could dress fun. up your 12-year-old self today yeah. or dress up your current age self now. Female wrestler, who would you dress as? Becky Lynch. Oh, that's pretty. I would if you would you go Alexa Bliss. If you'd go Becky Lynch, I need you need to go old school Becky Lynch with like the oh the steampunk yeah that's how I stuff like that. I'm not wearing the uh, the uh, uh, Kill Bill suit. No, 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 near the end before she retired. Yeah, no, no, that's no fun. You know, I'm going full steampunk. Uh, If I'm going to go uh, female that I would dress up like now in this current body, I'd probably choose just so that I can. Walk around and scream "woo" all the time is Charlotte Flair, it, but it would work perfectly because we could work together and against and against each other. Exactly, it'd be good times. It'd be good times. Um, but I think that's a good conversation to end on for episode sixteen, John. All right. Mm-hmm. To to put a period on the end of that conversation. Oh, please do. Um, being October, mm-hmm. we're gonna need a Halloween song. We are. To end out on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All month long, we should do Halloween songs. Which one do you want to do? Dream Warrior. Oh, I was going to go Ghostbusters 2 on our own by Bobby Brown. But. No, no. <laughs> I think that trumps. <laughs> does that trump Dream Warrior? In my world, I think it does. I mean, we got we got two more episodes in theory uh, after the one for the month of October. In theory, because we never know what's going to happen. Never know. Okay, folks, we generally 100% <laughs> always try to give you something once a week. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem we have is this thing called real life right. between and, mm-hmm. families mm-hmm. and careers yeah. and yeah. other responsibilities. Um, and we, we've we done, I would say, at least five or six start recording and then 10 minutes in, we're like, well, this audio is just crap because we're all in different places. Yeah. We're like, we'll do it later. Later. And then we Because uh, somebody fucks everything up. Yeah. Craig. Jeff. Um, Jeff. But not John. Mm-hmm. No, John's perfect. John's perfect. Um, but I think, I say we end today on, on our own. Yes. Uh, next Halloween, uh, October-ish episode. I'm bringing something legit to the table. Oh. It won't be one of our standards. It's mm. going to be... A new suggestion to you. Oh. I already have an idea. I'm already scared. You should be. I'm already scared. Uh, thanks for joining us, folks. Don't forget to call, follow us on all the socials, T3 Network. Uh, email us, triple T bag, gmail.com, or call our hotline, 
202-556-4433. And don't forget those ratings and reviews. Remember, if you call our hotline, John gets chopped. Remember, if you rate and review us, I get chopped. Remember, if you like us on Instagram, Jeff gets chopped. So make sure you're doing all three of those things daily. Everybody gets chopped. <laughs> Everybody gets chopped. Peace. It's a podcast. Yeah, I think this is going to be another one of those fun Network. Thoughts. Theories. Talk.